Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more. The papers are full of it this morning. The Irish Independent says time is now running out to rescue Christmas from COVID. People have just two weeks to save Christmas and turn around the lockdown setback, which has stopped the fall and the spread of COVID-19. The Deputy Chief Medical Officer, Dr Ronan Glynn, implored people to make the most of the final two weeks of the six-week lockdown. As he warned, there is only a short period to turn this around. Dr Glynn said at best the spread of the virus had stalled, but a number of indicators signal that the situation was deteriorating and uh, we had uh, 85 cases notified in Limerick uh, yesterday and uh, our 14-day incidence rate per 100,000 now well over 200. Uh, the Irish Daily Star are calling it bar fight. Publicans fume as Ronan Glynn suggests that pubs can't be safe environments. They hit back. Uh, Neffet said before that we can. And now Gardaí is set to be given power to fine outdoor drinkers. The Irish Daily Mail says don't take away our uh, pints and also they're talking on the front page of the uh, mirror about uh, more cases of COVID-19 in the Republic of Ireland soccer squad before their uh, big game tomorrow. The Irish examiner says that the minister is rowing back on drinks ban call and the government appears to have rowed back on plans for an outright ban on takeaway pints amid accusations of knee-jerk reactions to social media video of street drinking. The health minister Stephen Donnelly was expected to bring a memo to Cabinet today to propose an outright ban on the sale of alcohol from pubs for takeaway purposes for the remainder of the Level 5 lockdown. And uh, the Irish Sun asking the question, what is the pint, P-I-N-T? And then a lot of the papers as well talking about Brexit and uh, this uh, crucial few days now to decide if there's going to be some kind of trade deal between the EU and the UK, which of course um, has all sorts of implications uh, for um, Ireland, including Limerick. Now, Limerick City, Finnegale TD, Kieran O'Donnell is on the line right now. Good morning to you, Kieran. Morning, Joe. How worried are you about both the numbers of COVID-19 cases in Limerick and then this overall trend that appears to be going uh, backwards and could it lead to us not getting out of level five on the 1st of December as we would have hoped? Well, I'd, I'd look at it, I suppose, in two ways, Joe. Number one, we have two weeks to go in terms of level five. So it can the numbers can come back down again. Uh, secondly, the, the level in Limerick is worrying, but I would hope, Joe, it's a cluster and in many of those clusters, they can get them under control very quickly. Uh, in my view, what we have to do now is we have to live with the virus. We are in level five, so I certainly it's very difficult for everyone, but we have to find a way to get the rate down between now and the 1st of December. For me, I think it's hugely important that we have some level of normality at Christmas uh, from uh, from a business level, from a, just a human, emotional level, people coming home for Christmas. Uh, and it's something I feel very strongly about as chair of the Transport Committee. I've looked at ways where we can get people to fly home safely, so I think there's two weeks to go, Joe, and the key thing now is that we we stick at it, that we get the rates down, 
uh, and certainly in Limerick, I would I I would hope, Joe, that we'll see that that those numbers will start to come down. That it's it's a cluster situation that it can be got under control quickly. Well, I think Dr. Ronan Glynn made uh, two references yesterday um, to give us some sense of what's happening in Limerick. Uh, one was um, the outbreak in uh, the hospital, yeah. which we're aware of, yeah. uh, but obviously that also has implications out into the community. But he, he also said that they were dealing with an outbreak among students. Yeah, and, and once again, Joe, we are a city with, with many students. Uh, I would hope the key thing really is, you can look at this two ways. Certainly the numbers are up, but the fact that the HSE and Dr. Owen again know specifically what it is, I would hope in that particular situation, it's it's a cluster they can bring it under control. They've done it in other areas. So uh, following it all the time, yeah, our rate is high, but certainly, Joe, I think it's something that can be brought under control in a short period of time. And the main focus now is that people would, in a, I understand how difficult it is, stick with Level 5 to the 1st of December. The government are looking at it all the time. And if we find some way, Joe, that we can, obviously with public health um, advice, obviously being taken on board. I would be very much out of view that we look at, at putting procedures in place where we can have some level of normality, where people can do, can meet up with families, uh, people can do uh, restri- uh, shopping, but obviously be it in a restricted form over Christmas, but at least that we can get some level of normality. Yeah, I mean, Kieran, I presume you're getting it from people talking to you the way we're getting it on the show, that uh, people are finding this particular lockdown extremely difficult. Well, I suppose, you know what it's like now, Joe, when you get a dose of the flu and you come over it and then you get a second dose, right? It's just, it's fatigue. I think it's been very wearing on people. Apart from that, Joe, we're into the winter period uh, and people are thinking about meeting up at Christmas time and that, that aspect in terms of of coming together. Uh, the 1st of December is fast approaching, but it still is two weeks. So I'm very, very conscious of that, and I suppose that's why I've looked to put such efforts into our transport committee to find ways we can get people home, but also in terms of business. And what I've always put to government, and I made a speech in the all quite recently, Joe, on it, they must provide metrics to the public to show how we can come out of, of Level 5, what will happen at Christmas time, but at every level. Uh, we have to have some level of normality. And I'm, I'm, I'm of the school, Joe, that we can put procedures in place um, that people, that even with COVID, that we can put yeah. procedures in place that people can have okay. some level uh, of a Christmas. We're trying to Deputy Kieran O'Donnell, uh, Limerick City, Fine Gael, TD. Obviously, it would be an utter disaster for Limerick if the rest of the country moved on and Limerick and Donegal, for example, were left in higher restrictions. Well, the government haven't spoken about looking at it on a regional basis. They're looking at it on a national basis. My no, view but there's really provision. Is, there is provision. There is provision for it, though. I, I, yeah. I accept that, right? They haven't spoken in those terms. And I well, feel they looking, wouldn't now. No, but, I, but there's every prospect that they... I mean, look, the Donegal situation, it looks pretty clear that, unfortunately, Donegal will find themselves the, the, in a the, higher level the, of restriction the, than the rest of the country. There's two aspects for us, Joe. The challenge is to bring... The 85 that were, uh, and that 85 number yesterday, we get that under control. I believe it's a cluster and that can be brought down. And then once that goes down, Joe, our rate comes down. It's about the trend. And then that we literally, for the next two weeks, do we redouble efforts in Limerick 
to, and it's the basics, Joe. It's about ensuring that you keep two metres distance, ensuring you wear a mask in close quarters, ensuring you wash your hands. It's the basics we need to do. And, you know, the longer I'm around in this, Joe, it's back to the basics. If we do the basics, mm. the rate will come but, down. But, I mean, you were saying as chair of the Transport Committee, it seems highly unlikely that the advice is going to be to people that they can fly into the country. They, they may be legally allowed to do so, mm. but it mm. feels like the advice will be do not come back from Christmas from abroad. Well, there are two aspects to that, Joe. Firstly, from our deliberations on the committee, the, the government have put in place now procedures, though, where people can fly back from countries, we'll say, orange and red. Orange, where they get a test three days before they come back, that's negative. Uh, red, if, if they have to take a test within five days of coming back, uh, they have to isolate for five days, and then if they have a negative test, they can move on. I would still hope, Joe, that we will see, I suppose, green skies over the next two weeks, and the advice will be that people will be able to, to come back. But I think there's two aspects. There are procedures where people can fly back. Public health advice at this stage is saying, and Dr Tony Hulna said, and government, that it's too early to make that call. And, uh, you know, they say a, a week is a long time in politics, Joe. Two weeks in terms of COVID is an eternity. So we have to ensure that over the next two weeks we get the rate down in Limerick, and obviously I want to pay tribute to the public health and, and the work they're doing. And that's about getting absolute control over that cluster, the 85. And then what we then, we do the basics. So that at least then, Joe, come, coming up to the 1st of December, we have an announcement that we can have, it won't be a normal Christmas, Joe. It won't be, it, and anyone who says otherwise, it, it's, it's not the facts. The facts are, we're on level five. Can we get to a, a, a level where at least people will be able to do some form of shopping, they'll be able to visit relations, uh, they'll be able to go to Santa Claus with their kids, some form of normality, not perfect, yeah. and that's something because, I'm very Because the, the real worry here is, you know, we all know what it's like, the whole midwinter thing, Christmas yeah. kind of keeps us going yeah. to the 1st of January, and then, let's be honest, January is grim at the best of times, but I mean, the idea of it happening where we continue in a, in a lockdown is, is, is frankly frightening no, no, I, for Joe, people's mental health, frightening. Absolutely I was, terrifying. I'm absolutely, and I fully accept it. I know what it's like. And that's why I suppose I've been so adamant yeah. on our transport committee to look no, at that I've whole area. And, for, and, for, and furthermore, Joe, it's something I continue to bring up with government. Okay. That we need I, to look outside the box. Right. But and, we and must I take that. And we'll talk to you again about that. Two other yeah. things I want to touch on. Um, uh, first of all, your reaction to um, this uh, incredible graffiti and vandalism at Castle Troy College where. Uh, across the walls, people or individuals or whoever did it, spray painting the words COVID is a hoax? Well, Joe, I live nearby. I mean, that's um, my family with kids went to school in Castle Tri College. So it's, 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 it's our local school. And I called down, I met uh, Pauli Flanagan, the principal, and I want to pay a compliment about him and his entire staff, how they've handled this. Extremely upsetting for, for, for students and parents. And what makes it worse, really, for me, Joe, apart from just the sheer vandalism of putting graffiti on a wall, the fact that they put these conspiracy uh, anti-COVID slogans, right? COVID is a deadly virus. COVID has absolutely wreaked havoc with people's lives. And you spoke about, Joe, how difficult the first lockdown was. The second lockdown has been 10 times worse on people. So 
This is something that I feel very strongly about. Uh, I know the Gardaí are carrying out an investigation. Uh, whoever did this, did this particular vandalism, uh, you know, will have to be held to account uh, in some way because it's absolutely um, reprehensible and should not have happened. But obviously we have to move on. And when I was down there, Joe, uh, the maintenance staff were already out cleaning the walls of Castle Tri College. Unforgivable. Uh, and particularly in these COVID times. Right, and one other thing I want to talk about is that the first phase of the €20 million block um, at what unfortunately at the moment is the country's most overcrowded hospital yeah. and deeply affected by COVID, University Hospital Limerick in Dora Doyle uh, is uh, coming on uh, line the first 20 of 60 beds with more to come in December and then very early January. Well, Joe, this is, I, I welcome this and this 60-bed project is probably the best-known uh, bed project in Limerick for UHL. I don't know, you've covered it countless times during campaign for it. It's something I became involved in. It wasn't even on the radar back in February 2018. Uh, I worked with the local HSE and Clare Connors and her staff at UHL to get funding for it and get it into the capital plan. It started construction uh, uh, early 2019, and now it's built. It's, it's a state-of-the-art building. It's uh, three wards of 20 ensuite uh, uh, separate bedrooms. So it'll, it'll ensure it'll help in the fight against COVID and infections. And it's to be very welcomed. And I, I think uh, this Can is... Can I just ask, why is there a staggered opening of the beds? Well, I, I'd expect, speaking to, to you, Head General Management, that's obviously around, let's say, Joe, just recruitment of staff, getting staff on board, uh, management within the hospital. But it's happening, Joe, within a very short period of time. Like, over the next... Before Christmas, we'll have 20 beds opened next Monday. We'll have another 20 beds open the 14th of December and another 20 beds on the 4th of January. And that's on top of, Joe, the 38 new beds that have gone into UHL in the last month. That's 98 new beds, Joe, will, will be in place at the start of uh, literally uh, less than five, six weeks away. And the, and the obvious question to ask you, Kieran, is... Will that make a difference, a significant difference, to the trolley numbers, which are already a problem, but are even more so because of COVID? It has to make a difference, Joe. Uh, the trolleys are still very high. There were 74 the day before yesterday. They're down to 61 today. We have uh, an inherent problem with lack of bed capacity in, the, in this region for many years. That's now being properly addressed with these 60 beds on top of the 38 beds. And furthermore, Joe... Uh, there's planning in for a 96-bed unit over the dialysis unit, which will come and stream over the next, uh, I believe, two or three years. So it will make a difference. And I think the key element here, Joe, is the 60-bed unit, all these rooms are separate ensuite rooms. So in terms of the fight for against COVID, it'll make an incredible exponential okay. uh, positive impact. All right. All right. Well, listen, thank you very much for talking to us about all of that uh, this morning. Some pretty serious issues there that we've uh, touched upon and uh, appreciate your time. That is uh, Fine Gael, Limerick City TD, Deputy Kieran O'Donnell. Call Limerick Today now on 461995.